Reno, Nevada is banning whips in public. A school is dealing with an unusual situation. Students dressing and acting like cats. And the police suspect a poisoning at a university as students turn blue. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. Your only daily weird news podcast hosted by a Los Angeles comedian. I'm Jonesy, and I'm grateful that you're here. I have three weird stories from around the world for Thursday, today. All right, let's do it. A city in Nevada is cracking down on whips. They're moving forward with a public ban of whips. Yeah, whips. That. That's one of the best sound effects I do. The whip sound effect. So this is the city of Reno. Reno, Nevada. Have you ever been there, guys? You don't need to go. I I was there for you. (laughs) So Reno council members voted unanimously to move forward with a ban on whips in public places saying that whips can scare and intimidate people and strain police resources. So you can't bring your whip out into public. But good news, guys, in Reno, you can still use your whip in the bedroom. Uh, So the proposed whip ordinance would make it a misdemeanor to, quote, use, carry, or possess whips, or crack, or use a whip to annoy, interfere with, or endanger a person on public grounds. <laughs> I guess a lot of people are just cracking whips in public in Reno. Is that what's going on? Interfering with persons on public grounds with their whips. <laughs> now, I was in Reno for an entire week doing shows at the comedy club up there. That's in a hotel. And I didn't leave the hotel too often uh, because if you were to see the neighborhood of Reno, you wouldn't want to leave either. You'd stay in your hotel. I mean, unless you had a whip to protect yourself, you're going to need a whip. You're going to need a weapon of some sort. If whip is your weapon of choice, though, I have to say, you'll have to mix it up with something else. Perhaps a taser if you're going to be in Reno. Because you can't be using whips, not even to crack in public. And we all love a good whip crack. Crack, It's a good time, right, guys? (laughs) Whips apparently have become more common, especially in downtown Reno in recent years. That's what it says. (laughs) I can't believe it, but yeah. I guess they're really turning back the clock. Everybody thinks they're Indiana Jones when they're in Reno. Reno police told council members they responded to over over 170 whip-related calls in the last year. <laughs> 170 whip-related calls? This is outstanding. <laughs> well, the whip is really making a comeback, guys. It's not just for the rodeo. No, take it to the bar with you. <laughs> take it to Starbucks. <laughs> It says here, since people often mistake the whip-cracking noise for gunshots, police respond to dozens of, quote, shots fired calls that just turn out to be people snapping their often homemade whips. I don't know how you make a whip at home, Uh, but apparently people are making homemade whips. And they do sound like a gunshot, I suppose. And so when it says in this article, it's a drain on police resources, I guess what they mean is the police are wasting their time responding to these shots, fired calls. They're going to the neighborhood and just finding, you know, a homeless cowboy on the street, just whipping it up. You know, (laughs) cowboys are homeless now. It's tough life, tough living if you're a cowboy. Uh, The mayor of Reno named Hillary called the whips, quote, intimidating and dangerous. And she pushed back against the notion that some people use whips as an art form. Oh, do they use it as an art form? I guess perhaps there's street performances with whips, maybe? I'm trying to wrap my head around that. Could be. 
Um, it's a very archaic form of street performance, kind of like the mime. You don't really see the mime anymore. Um, Hillary's very uh, concerned with it, and she's right. They are intimidating, and they can be dangerous. There's a councilwoman involved in this. Neoma shared an example of how the whips, she said, contribute to a very less safe and less enjoyable downtown Reno experience. She says, I watched a father with his son on the bike. One of these whip crackers cracked that whip in the direction of the young boy, and he responded by crashing his bike because, well, it was such a shock. Well, yeah, you can't be cracking your whip at kids, man. What's wrong with you? The proposal to get rid of these whips received some pushback from the ACLU of Nevada and homeless advocates who said the ordinance is unfairly targeting the homeless population. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I, I live in Los Angeles. I see a lot of homeless people. I mean, tents everywhere in every neighborhood I've ever moved to. I've lived in about four different neighborhoods. It's the same everywhere. The homelessness situation is, is uh, out of control here. Never once did I see a whip. <laughs> I guess this is a Reno thing. Um, there's someone named Holly of the ACLU. She said the new law would be too broad and should be more specific to avoid limiting people's rights to free expression. Who's expressing themselves with whips? <laughs> I don't want to know that. Who? I mean, unless you're a John Wayne impersonator, like, what are you? <laughs> who's expressing themselves with whips? And if you are expressing yourself with a whip, how about move on to something like a cello or a trumpet? Or maybe juggling, okay? I'm not even against fire breathing in public, okay? Because that seems safe to me. You stick it down your own throat, not somebody else's. This, these whips in public, this just seems strange. If you're expressing yourself with whips in public, yeah, maybe not do that. It's like if you were trying to express yourself in public with nunchucks on a busy street corner. I'm not okay with that either. You agree? Disagree? 646-450-2012. Do you have a whip? Email me with a photo of it. <laughs> There's a school dealing with a very unusual situation. Students dressing and acting like cats. This is in Louisville, Kentucky. A school district is dealing with an unusual situation. A group of high school students is attending school acting like and dressing, dressing up as cats. The superintendent told the media that the situation is being addressed. But according to a concerned parent, it's an ongoing problem that has many students on edge. Here's a quote uh, from a grandmother who asked to remain anonymous, who's close to the situation. Well, apparently, from what I understand, they're called furries. Furries. They identify with animals. These people will hiss at you. They'll even scratch at you if they don't like something that you're doing. This isn't a new problem. I was hearing rumblings about this last year, these furries. But it really got bad when they went back to school this year. I have two grandkids in school, and my grandkids didn't want to go to school anymore. Now, this grandma said the issue gained attention on social media once people started sharing photos and videos of the feline costumes and the behavior of these furries. You know, I started getting videos and messages from kids. I said, okay, I'm going to post this so parents know what's going on. This particular grandmother was very concerned. She said a petition to end the practice was created by some students and has more than 1,000 signatures. 
These students are told they can't wear hats or Budweiser shirts in school, but they can wear cat ears, cat tails, cat masks, cat leashes. It doesn't make no sense. According to Superintendent Mark Martin, a petition isn't really needed. He said the costumes violate the school dress code. Mark says that a small number of Meade County high school students have violated the dress code policy during the early part of the school year. These situations have been addressed consistently by administration. And the dress code policy will continue to be implemented with fidelity. The grandmother, she's very gung-ho about ending this furry phenomenon. She's urging parents and family members to attend the Meade County School Board. It's on September 14th. If you guys are in the area and you want to stop these kids dressing up as cats going to school with leashes... Scratching other students. This is a problem, man. We have excellent schools here, I'm proud to say. I'm just a little embarrassed by what this has gotten to. People dressing like felines. Acting like felines. This is a problem. I, I don't know what you do about this. I, <laughs> do you get a vasectomy? I mean, what do you... <laughs> how do you... Look, I, this is why I'm like, I'm so great, grateful that I'm not a parent. I wouldn't even know how to address the situation. First of all, my kid would never dress up as a cat and go to school. I would not allow that. Uh, but why can't your kids express it? I don't give a shit. You're not dressing up as a cat and going to school. You're taking school seriously, please. Even if it is a Louisville, Kentucky public school, which I'm probably, probably is on some level, you know, not ideal. But you try and squeeze the lemon. You try and squeeze out as much education as you can out of a Louisville public school. You just do it. And, you know, that doesn't include going to school with cat ears on. Okay? Take it seriously. All right? I want education taken seriously. Uh, now, let's say I had kids that, you know, they went to school, but some of the other kids are dressed as furries. I wouldn't even know how, I wouldn't even know what to say to my children. <laughs> I don't even know how you deal with that. How do you wrap your head around this situation? Now, you know, I know we love personal freedom and freedom of expression. The United States, you know, really, we're at the forefront of this. I did a story earlier in the week where, you know, girls aren't allowed to wear certain color socks in some country at school, right? America's the opposite, where you can, you know, you can tattoo socks on your ankles and go to school and no one's like, oh, that's weird. But there comes a point, man, where it's just distracting and unreasonable. And in a, a, you know, in a learning institution, you got to make a cutoff, man. This is just my opinion. Cut it off somewhere, somewhere. Look, you want to do blue hair? Sure. Okay. You want to have some tats? All right. If you're of a certain age, I don't know what the, each state is different, but usually 18 and over, you can get a tattoo. Fine. But dressing up as an animal... Going to school, I'm thumbs down on this. It's just not the freedom that you should have. It's just not. Anywhere else, sure. You want to dress up like a feline and go play with your friends, climb a cat tree, <laughs> knock yourself out. Any parents out there want to weigh in on this? 646-450-2012. Police suspect a poisoning at a German university as students turn blue. That's right. Students turn the color blue. Seven people have fallen ill after consuming a variety of food and drink from one of the kitchens at Darmstadt's Technical University in Germany in what police suspect may have been an attempted poisoning. Oh, yikes. Several students and even members of the staff experienced nausea. Some of the members watched their arms or legs turn blue. 
This was after using a small kitchen and drink machine at the university's Institute for Material Sciences on Monday. Six people were treated in the hospital at Darmstadt, which is near Frankfurt, while a 30-year-old student uh, was temporarily in a life-threatening condition but was stabilized by doctors on Monday evening. My goodness, one of them almost died. A homicide squad with 40 detectives. 40, that's a lot. They got a lot on this case. They really want to find out what this poisoning situation can be. What is the substance? So they've been set up to investigate the case. Uh, Here's a quote from the police. Investigations are running at high speed and police are doing everything to identify the culprit. Now, they suspect, apparently, that several freely accessible milk and water bottles on the university's campus were contaminated. That's what they think happened. Students, meanwhile, are urged to only consume food or drink that they have carried themselves or stored under supervision. Police say the contamination was actually easily identifiable due due to the acrid smell emitted by the suspected poison sample. Samples are in the university laboratory being analyzed. Ooh. Here's a quote from the university president. We are shocked by the apparent crime that has been committed at our university. Very shocked at the crime. We do not condone the poisoning. Someone named Angela is a science minister for the state of Hesse, which includes Darmstadt. She said, I wish the affected all the best. A quick recovery from the poison. And can assure them my full risk, full support. Together with the university and investigators, we need now to clarify the situation as quickly as possible. We shall do so because we have science at our disposal. Yes, science. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed my German scientist, mad scientist impression. <laughs> It's one of my better accents. Boop, boop, boo boop, do Got to the end of the episode. Yes, you did. And I'm proud of you. You stuck in there till the end. Now you're going to get the outro, baby. Here comes the outro. Uh, keep it simple today, guys. Thank you for joining me. If you would uh, if you'd like to join my weird AF News mailing list, uh, drop me a little email, funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can join it through the website, weirdafnews.com. I know some of you want to support the show. You could do so by telling a friend. Hey, tell a friend to listen to the podcast after they listen to the regular news, which is going to make them depressed and very concerned. And that blood pressure is going to go up. Perhaps there'll be a little dash of acid reflux. Maybe a call to a therapist. Um, <laughs> definitely hitting the bottle after that as well, because that's what mainstream news does to you these days. Uh, but yeah, then you can slide right into weird AF news afterward and then feel a little bit better about yourself. You know, you can say to yourself, hey, at least my kids aren't dressing up as cats and going to school. <laughs> at least my limbs didn't turn blue. All right. I'm living a good life. If you want to support the show with a couple bucks, if you want to buy Jonesy a cup of coffee a month, which why wouldn't you? You know you want me caffeinated when I do these stories. It's the best way to do it. Or perhaps you want me drunk when I do the stories. Those have been good ones. I'll have to do that again sometime. But uh, yeah, you can support the show with a little bit of cash a month. Uh, it's sort of a subscription subscription base. It's called the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. But along with your subscription, you get access to a lot of uh, bonus Weird AF content that I add to the Patreon uh, every week. 
uh, couple pieces and I do bonus episodes and then there's a lot of songs on there that you can download as well the songs that I've played on the show which is pretty cool maybe one day I'll put out an album of the weird songs uh, yeah so check Patreon out or uh, go to weirdafnews.com you can uh, see links to all this stuff there I appreciate you very very much and uh, tomorrow's Friday so you know that's going to be Florida only stories Florida Friday this is what we do on Weird AF News if you're new to the show we only do weird news from Florida every Friday. So if you come across a story from the week out of Florida, send it on over to me. Uh, send me all your weird Florida news to funnyjones at gmail.com, which is my email. Or you can send it, you can like attach it in a DM on Instagram at funnyjones or on Twitter at funnyjones as well. So send them on over and we'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday, baby. <laughs>